Welcome to A Healthier You, Little by Little. This podcast gives you insights and features various aspects of health, from sleep and stress to immunity, exercise, home workouts, energy, and performance. Here is your host of A Healthier You, Little by Little, Cindy Little. Welcome back to A Healthier You. Today's subject is going to be protein. There's so much confusion on how much protein people should be eating, what kinds of protein they should be eating, and what the significance of it is. So today I'm going to take the time and share with you some things that I know that I want to pass on to you. Protein is a macronutrient and it is really important in your diet. Protein makes up approximately 20% of the human body and it's present in every cell. The word protein is a Greek word meaning utmost importance, and it sure is. I counsel people on nutrition, and protein is one of the most important, in my opinion, things that you should know about. Getting it right means the difference between looking and feeling awesome and maybe not looking so awesome. (laughs) Proteins are called the workhorses of life. They provide the body with structure and perform a vast array of functions. Some of those functions include reducing appetite and hunger, increasing muscle mass and strength. It's good for your bones. It helps decrease cravings and desire for late night snacking. It increases your metabolism and fat burning. It decreases your blood pressure and it helps with weight loss, which a lot of people have heard of the keto diets. Now there's obviously a good way to do keto and a bad way to do keto. If you're eating like tons of bacon and fatty proteins that like, let's say cheese and pizza and things like that, well, actually pizza wouldn't be considered keto because it has too many carbs, but you certainly don't want to go overboard with being keto because I think it's only a short term stint. And I think it can raise your cholesterol levels and it can be hard on your your, uh, kidneys and liver if you have too much protein. Another thing that protein does is if you have swelling, especially in the abdominal area, legs, feet, and hands, it means you may not have enough protein. And the protein that circulates in the blood called albumin, And it helps keep fluid retention down. And it helps keep fluid from building up in the tissues. Now let's talk about the types of protein that you can have. I'm going to cover vegan sources and I'm going to cover meat sources. And actually before I cover the kinds of protein, let's talk about how much protein you should be getting in. There's different schools of thought depending on whether you're a bodybuilder or a fitness competitor of some sort where you need more protein than the average person. But the Canadian Dietetics Association and most of the standards probably across the world have 0.8 grams per kilo of body weight for protein. So 0.8 grams of protein per kilo of body weight. Now, if you were a bodybuilder or, you know, an athlete that requires more protein, it would be one gram per pound of body weight. So if you were a 150 pound person, 150 grams of protein per day and then you would divide that by six meals because obviously if you consume more than 35 grams of protein at one sitting it will get stored as fat and you'll have expensive urine you'll basically excrete what your body can't use so 
Typically, the rule of thumb is 30 to 35 grams of protein at one sitting. But if you're a 150 pound person and you divide that by six meals, and I recommend six meals because then you've got your three major meals and you've got three snacks, that will lead to 25 grams per sitting. And 25 grams is a really good serving size. And again, it's not going to go over the amount where it's just going to get wasted and not absorbed. So the other thing, if you are doing the conversion, body weight in pounds times 0.36, if you're using weight in pounds for the conversion of the, how much protein you should get in per, per pound of body weight. I just basically go for like one, uh, one gram per pound of body weight, or at least half of that. Now you know how much protein you should be getting in. For meat sources, chicken and turkey are some of the best uh, sources of meat because red meat is typically acidic and hard to digest. So if you take three ounces of cooked chicken, that's about 21 grams of protein. With turkey breast, you can get 29 grams in about 100 grams of turkey breast. And turkey breast has a complete, it's a complete protein and it has all the essential amino acids. Eggs are an amazing source of, of protein as well. So one large egg is six grams of protein. Egg white is 3.6 grams of protein. And black beans for 100 grams is 21.6 grams of protein. Fish is another really good source pistachios believe it or not have 20 grams of protein per 100 grams and the great thing about pistachios is they actually help you sleep well at night and they have iron in them vitamin e b6 fiber and phosphorus the only thing about pistachios is they're very addictive once you start eating them and cracking the shells i don't recommend the ones with the dye on it just get plain unsalted pistachios and measure out probably a half a cup Um, no more than a half a cup at a sitting because you can sit there and probably eat like probably two cups of pistachios very easily. Almonds are another thing you could eat a lot of at one time uh, if you're not very careful. So I usually recommend eight to 12 almonds, but if you eat 23 almonds, it's six grams of protein per serving, but I'd recommend half that size because that's a lot of fat at one sitting too, and a lot of calories too. Then non-fat Greek yogurt is 17 grams for six ounces. And let's see what other sources I like. So spirulina, that's called the, that's blue-green algae. Two tablespoons of that is eight grams of iron and it has thiamine and copper in it as well. So when people say that, oh, I can't uh, not avoid red meat because I'm missing iron in my diet. Well, uh, lentils and spirulina and some of the vegan sources have a lot of iron in them. Lentils have 18 grams per cup for protein. Chickpeas have a good source of protein, 15 grams per cup. Spelt is good. Nutritional yeast is a good source of, of iron not just iron, uh, protein, hemp seed, chia seed, flax seed. So flax seed is more than chia seed for the amount per ounce. So in flax seeds, there's eight grams of protein per ounce, chia 4.7 grams of protein per ounce. So that's quite a bit. And green peas, believe it or not, nine grams per cup. And the good thing about green peas is that it has iron, zinc, copper, Uh, B vitamins and magnesium, like 
So when you're choosing protein sources, it's good to have a variety because a lot of different protein sources have different things in it that are going to have benefits. Like turkey, for example, has tryptophan in it and tryptophan helps you sleep better at night. And so does whey protein. And whey protein, uh, if you have a really good source, especially from, let's say, New Zealand cattle or an organic uh, cattle source, it's, you know, not all protein powders are created equal. It's really important to read where it's sourced from, whether it's undenatured or denatured. So undenatured means it's not destroyed by heat when they process it. Undenatured is better for you. And what else? You want grass-fed cows. You want growth hormone-free cows. So a lot of proteins, unless you know the source, like I know the, the source that I get mine from, is actually third party tested at a raw level and a finished level and even olympic athletes can my my source is so clean that even olympic athletes can use it if you want to know what what products and whey protein i get just ask me and i'll tell you and i do get it 25 percent off at a wholesale price so that's pretty cool knowing your protein sources not all protein sources are created equal Uh, A lot of protein powders that you buy have a lot of unnecessary fillers in it. Some add artificial sweeteners and dyes and things like that, like unnecessary stuff. So you got to really be careful, read the labels, know where your product comes from, do your research. One of the fastest, the easiest ways to top up your protein needs throughout the day is by having a protein powder and you can make smoothies with it. You can add it to oatmeal in the morning rather than milk. I'm not a huge fan of dairy. I've actually uh, cut out dairy, most dairy in my diet for the last 13 years. And a lot of people do cut out dairy because it slows down your digestion. It's very acidic. Most people who have any kind of psoriasis, uh, eczema, any food allergies or irritable bowel syndrome and things like that, typically you will do, if you did a a testing, like an allergy testing for food, you'll find that dairy is one of the sources that most dietitians will tell you to cut out or most naturopath doctors as well would tell you to come off of dairy. And not all dairy is created the same as well. Like you've got organic cattle and you've got non-organic cattle. And I don't recommend soya protein or soya milk because soya, as it turns out, contains estrogen-like compounds called isoflavoins. And some findings suggest that these compounds could promote the growth of some cancer cells, impair female fertility, and mess with thyroid function. I, my personal favorite is whey protein, eggs, chicken, fish, And be careful with how much fish you're eating because we all know that fish from farms and, well, not necessarily farms, but fish from some uh, water sources can contain a lot of mercury. You know, like for fish, I I like salmon, I like tuna, but everybody has, oh, I I love cod. When I did bodybuilding, I ate a lot of cod. Um, because it's a, a really lean fish and lots of great protein and it's good tasting as well. So those are some uh, some ideas for snacks and pro- protein snacks, protein sources. And now you know how much you should be eating and the best kinds of protein for muscle building and for all of those good things that I mentioned earlier about reducing your appetite and hunger, increasing your muscle mass and decreasing the cravings and desire for late night snackings. With these tips, hopefully you'll take some to mind and 
Carl will give you my contact information. And if you have questions about the protein uh, powder and the shakes that I use that where I get 25% off and it's like scientifically awesome, um, give me a, you know, drop me a line and I'll share it with you. Thanks for listening to A Healthier You Little by Little. Do you have a question about something you heard today? An idea for a topic, perhaps? Or would you like to reach out to Cindy? Send her an email, coachcindylittle at gmail.com or visit her website at healthtowealth.ca. That's health2wealth.ca. Or you can find Cindy on LinkedIn or Facebook as Cindy Little. Once again, thanks for listening.